0: the best of frantic times! Time sort of came in on top of the music. Can we still... What do you mean no? Oh, it's okay? So we... Okay, okay, we'll do the show. Okay, go, 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 go. And here we are! Good afternoon, good evening, uh, uh, good morning. Whenever
1: you're listening to it, is, you, is, go. you are where you're there.
0: And we're so glad that you are here to join us. Thanks for downloading the show. You're listening to the very best of... Uh, actually, it's not the very best. I've been sliding that in. It's just the best of Frantic Times. We are the Frantics... Paul Chattow, Peter Wildman here, and uh, Paul, we have another episode lined up. Have you got, uh, what have you...
1: What? Well, I, I, I thought I'd talk about, again, I, I mentioned at the very beginning of show 16 that we talk about our origins, our modest um, origins, and and one of the funny stories that I remember is uh, one of the first paid gigs we had was the um, Newfoundland Club on Bloor Street, and that was above a male strip club, and so we had to do our set in between their sets because then their music would start. Oh, yes. And then it would right through the floor and yes and then several months later when we got a gig doing the um,
0: we did a Christmas prison show
1: prison show on
0: di- di- on uh, dick's Disco, Disco Road. Road
1: that's right and when we finished we did a killer show and we were leaving and then the prisoners uh, the, the the inmates were the main ah, we're, this. were, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> were <laughs> leaving behind the <laughs> chain fence that was on the other side so they wouldn't attack us one guy yeah, <laughs> shouted hey saw you guys at the Nuffy club you guys were great <laughs> <laughs>
0: This is Test Was Positive. Good morning, Wilfred. Oh, hi, Doc. How are
2: you?
3: Well, I was hoping you could tell me that.
2: The results of the tests are back from the lab.
3: Okay, Doc. I'm ready. Give it to me straight. What is... They
2: were positive.
3: Oh, thank God.
2: (laughs) No. Positive means you've got it. It's incurable.
3: What? Oh. Oh, I thought... I thought positive was good.
2: No, I'm afraid negative results is good. I'm sure of it.
3: You don't sound sure.
2: Just a moment.
3: Uh, nurse Hackett,
2: positive on the scaling test is bad, right?
3: No, positive on the scaling is good.
2: Whoops. Oh, my apologies, Wilf. You're Ooh. fine. No oh. problem.
3: Jesus, I thought Hey, I...
2: it was all in your head. Oh. Your blood test was positive.
3: Oh, I I didn't give a blood sample. Are you sure? I gave it standing up. Oh. Oh, then
4: positive results is bad. No, no,
2: it's good. I'm sure of that.
4: 10 bucks says it isn't. You're on. Fail, you're fine. You're a goner. Which isn't?
2: There's Al from the lab. Al, could you come here? Yeah. We have a $10 bed going here. Scaling positive
0: is good, right? Yeah, when the dye turns blue. No, red, blue's negative. Remember, scaling blue, this one's through. No, 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 the phrase was... (laughs) No, no, no. This, the phrase was scaling red. This one's dead Which one is it? I can't stand this Come on, Al. There's ten bucks riding on this Oh, all right. Well, he's gonna live
3: Oh, thank God
0: Hey, up, nurse Yeah, you know, those blood tests are tricky Ah, this wasn't blood Oh, you mean...
3: Yeah
0: Oh, oh too bad <laughs> No, wait a minute. No, wait, no, wait Which no, is it? Come on, is ridiculous Hey, Finchley, come here
5: What's up, Mel? Oh, well, this is a hell of a thing. Um, on the scalene test, positive yeah. is bad, right? No, it's good. It means nothing's wrong. Are you sure? Positive. It wasn't blood. <laughs> right. Positive is good. You're positive, positive is good? Positive. Oh, good. No problem. <laughs> OK. I'm,
3: okay. I'm going to go hey, call my wife. Hey, 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 doc. Doc. Oh, right? Thanks a
5: I thought sure your happy. negative yeah, was right. Positive. Yeah, positive is good. Means the patient's going to have a healthy baby. <laughs>
4: In our continuous search for innovative programming on CBC Family Radio, the Frantics would like to present a man yelling at a loaf of bread.
5: This is Mr. Interesting with an interesting humor fact. Laughter is like venereal disease. It's contagious, it arrives with a convulsion, and it's spread by a bunch of f***ing This is the best of
0: frantic
1: times.
4: All passengers waiting for Via rail train 105 to Sault Ste. Marie and Thunder Bay will have to wait some more.
3: It has been delayed. Awww! That's no fair. Mm-hmm. Tough. <laughs> well, that's it. I'm going to be late for sure. Bummer, eh? Yeah. Uh, say, don't I know you from somewhere? Yeah, you, you do look kind of familiar.
2: McGill University.
3: Kim, Kim, how are you? Right, right, and you're Carl. No, Greg. Right, Greg. Right, 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 right. So, so how've you been? Well,
2: not too bad, really.
3: Great, that's great.
2: I mean, I was a little uptight a few days ago, oh. all because I had this incredible anger feeling against Susan. Remember Susan? Follow major third year? No. Anyway, I, oh. I really resented her getting married to Richard and everything. Yeah. But I let that pass until she started to lay this guilt thing on me oh. that I was interfering with her and her trip with Richard. Oh. I mean, come on. Yeah. If she doesn't like my space, she can just work that out on her own. Yeah. I mean, I'm not responsible for trying to make her understand what I'm up to. No, I mean, there's no So reason. I steamed over that one for a little while. Oh, yeah. And then I just decided not to let myself get all uptight about it. Yeah.
3: yeah. So well. I went for
2: this walk in a park, yeah. and I felt this whole calm, this whole feeling of Peace, pass over me. That's A real contentment. Well,
3: that's what it is. And it wasn't
2: until it was all worked out that I realized I still felt this angst.
3: Oh, yeah, well, that's... that's Then I
2: realized it had less to do with my jealousy of Susan... (laughs) And more to do with that bitch, Wendy, oh, I was so lonely.
3: Yeah, well, I'm married now. Well, I've... not
2: lonely, really. No, no, not So
3: that. much
2: as a need to fill in this gap inside myself. Yeah. And when I realized that, I, I just had to laugh.
3: Yeah, well, that's You
2: know, because the... I thought I had it a bit more together than that to let a little bit of nothing pull me down and ruin yeah. this whole serene aura I finally managed to build up around myself.
3: Yeah, that's too bad. Anyways,
2: okay. with this whole shifting nature of the interactions I've been having with this myriad assemblage of past and present lovers and acquaintances... I find it impossible to state definitely how or what I'm feeling
3: Oh So, how about you? Oh, I'm okay
2: Yeah, I know what you mean
3: Yeah One creature of the wild seen after a summer rain is the worm on the pavement In its early stages, the worm on the pavement is wet and slimy, but as it matures in the sun for a few hours, its body changes to resemble a dried-up shoelace. (laughs) The worm on the pavement has many enemies, including shoes, bikes, lazy fishermen, and children.
6: Ah, there's one, Ralph. Squish it. It Gross. Let's put it down Jill's dress.
3: (laughs) The first rain of spring signals the start of the migration of the worm from the lawn to the center of the road. Oh, get away, Monty! For more information on the worm on the pavement, the mosquito in your ear, and the black fly in your throat, contact any kid anywhere.
0: Now, um, when we were with the CBC Radio, we had to come up with a song for every episode, sometimes a song and a half. And uh, there were slow weeks. There's no word about it. So, Paul, it's a slow week. What do we do? (laughs) Uh,
1: we we bring out um, uh, we go mental.
0: We bust out the dictionary.
1: That's right. We and pick the letter H. That's right. And we alliterate.
0: There you go. Which means?
1: Which means? Uh, Every word starts with H. Oh, I thought it was that male sex thing. You, no, uh, it wasn't. You, you spend, it spend time in your room with a magazine and alliterate.
0: This is Herbie the Hindu Hermit. Uh, and please enjoy. I don't And because it's a comedy show, I don't often get to
5: sing a song that I really believe in. But I'd like to sing a song now that sums up my philosophy. And uh, it's in sort of an allegorical voice. And also, we had a request earlier. Someone said, could you sing a song that uses a lot of the letter H in it? So we got this ready. Herbie, the Hindu hermit, has a hut in the Himalaya. He heats his ham on a homely hearth with a heap of hot potatoes. He hums a haunting harmony when hunters happen by and heaves them back to hack and sack with a hedgehog in their eye. He hides his head in a hamper when the hicks have ootananny. He huddles under hats when hermit fans invite their granny. He hops around from hill to house, stop howling hermit hymns. And hacks his harp with hatchets sharp when his hindsight grows too dim. Herbie the Hindu Hermit, he doesn't have a permit. His age is indeterminate. He's Herbie the Hindu Hermit. Herbie the Hindu Hermit has horrific hallucinations. He hoists a horse in his haversack to harass hordes of Hayations. He hardly ever helps his hapless Haddock Henry swim. But when he does, he herds hectares of hairs in after him. Herbie the Herbie Hindu hermit, hermit is half a pagan Though he would not confirm it, he's Herbie the Hindu.
1: Now, now, you know what? I think you're a little bit cruel about your uh, music writing capability because I think it kicked into high gear. And between you and Dan, you wrote so many songs that we actually put multiple songs into the show because we had more songs than we needed. We, so- d-
0: we did okay. We did okay. I did I did not enjoy what that because a, a song would take a day to write. And you guys could write five, six, seven sketches in a day. So when we came to the table read, eh, I was always a little like, well, But that's okay. We got the hang of it.
1: And, and I do recall that at the shows, the thing that you sweated the most about was the playing. Because yeah, you were, because who's you Zeppo? Never... Who is Zeppo? Oh, you mean, oh, in, in the Marx Brothers. Yeah, who's Zeppo? He's the lighter that you use to light cigarettes. No,
0: he's not. He was the brother that sang.
1: And then no one remembers him.
0: No one remembers him. And then oh. so so I was always haunted by Zeppo. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I was. I, I didn't. I didn't want to. I didn't. I wanted to write. I didn't want to sing and play guitar. Oh, glad love- I do now.
3: Excuse me, young lady. Is this the place where you line up? The place for the ticket holders to line up for the movie? Is this yes. the? This is the ticket. You line up here. Yes. yes. This is the spot. Is it? Yes. Ah, this is it. This is where you line up here, do yes, you? Yes. Yes. Ah, ah, Are you sure? Is this, this yes. Is the well, yes. The sign says over there. Well, That's I'll on. have to trust you then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll line up behind you here if that's okay with you. Yeah, that's fine. I mean I won't butt in front of you No. What's that's the point? I wouldn't you know, if I line up in front of you I'd be button in, wouldn't I? Yes, you would. Yeah? Yes, yeah. yeah. These cinemas in the city are complicated. You
4: know.
3: <laughs> Not like in Bala. <laughs> I'm from Bala, you know. I'm... Really? really. Yeah, yeah, have you ever been to Bala? No. It's just up 169 from Gravenhurst. <laughs> No. Yes, it is. I live there. I know. No, it is. You're headed up. I mean, why would I lie about it? You know, I might lie about my age, you know. I might tell the girl I'm over 65, you know, just to cash in on the seniors discount for the movie. But I didn't. No, I didn't. I told her I'm 63. I'm 63 today. Uh, congratulations. And I was 63 yesterday. <laughs> I've been 63 for the last five months, since my birthday. You know, I had a birthday five months ago. I turned 63. Yeah. Aren't you going to offer me congratulations? Yeah, yeah, I did. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't been to a movie. I haven't been to a movie since 19... 19- 46, 1946. The best years of our lives. Oh, that was a good film. The film was Red Ball Express. I saw it in 1946. One of the best years of my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a beautiful film. Red Ball Express. Beautiful. Yes. Be- it was about trucks and the war. Yes. They don't make films like that anymore, you know. You no. Know, you know. Things have changed a lot since 1946. I suppose, yes. Yeah. Wouldn't you say things have changed a lot since 1946? Would you say that, would you? Would you say that? I'd say that. Would you say that things have changed a lot since uh, 1946? Yes You'd say that, would you? You'd say things yes, have changed... Yes, things change... have changed a lot since 1946 Yeah Like what? <laughs> well, uh... So are you seeing the movie or are you gonna be up in the balcony missing I most I, of it? I'm meeting my boyfriend here Oh, you'll be up in the balcony then, huh? <laughs> Well, my wife would have come along today, but she's not too much on balconies, you know, since she had the operation. Oh, uh, that's that's too bad. Not that I blame her staying home. Five dollars a seat. Might as well rob us with a gun as a cash register. I mean, what's the point? Five dollars just to see Conan the Barber. <laughs> my barber only charges me three dollars. Well, no, no, no. He's a barbarian, not a barber. I know, but it's not worth driving all the way to Port Carling to get someone better. No, no,
4: no, 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 no. I. I... But... The movie, the movie I meant, Conan the Barbarian Oh,
3: Conan is the Barbarian, not Doug right. Oh, I thought you meant Doug, my barber oh, there. Well, at least the posters are honest. look at that Conan the Barbarian, Warrior Thief He just took us for five bucks <laughs> So what does your boyfriend do? Is he a warrior? Is he a barbarian? Is he a thief? He's a school teacher. Ah, well that was my next guess <laughs> I have a son and you know he looks just like that picture of Conan Really? Well, the nose, anyway, you know yeah. It was my son, Walt, who told me to go see this film Do you have a son? Uh, no, I'm not married Oh, like my Aunt Ruby, she had a son and she wasn't married either <laughs> They're from Bala Have you ever been to Bala? No! Just up 116... 160- oh, Albert, finally Oh, you hey. must be the school teacher. Uh, Albert, come on, let's go see Annie, Golden Pond. No, oh, I, I want to see uh, uh, No, I'd rather not, honey Just, oh, just come you're on You're leaving? Albert, okay. I wouldn't okay. go see no, Annie, no, the ads look pretty raw Glad they left, really. Probably talked all the way through the film if they'd stayed. (laughs)
0: Excuse
3: me, young fellow, do you have a watch? Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. So
3: do I. Mine's a West Clock from Peterborough. You know, the Lift Lock City? That's where they make them, (laughs) Peterborough.
2: Hey, Rosie. Merry Christmas!
4: What? Is this for me? Oh, Jerry, you shouldn't have. Well,
2: I figured, why not? I picked it out myself.
4: But we said we weren't exchanging presents at work this year. I know,
2: I know, but I I want you to have this gift anyway. You really
4: shouldn't have. Open it, open it. I feel terrible. Oh, a gold chain. You shouldn't have. Listen, thanks. And here, this box is for you.
2: What? I thought (laughs) we said no gifts.
4: I know, but I picked it out for you.
2: You shouldn't have. What is it?
4: Open it. Merry Christmas.
2: Oh, a cuckoo clock. A digital cuckoo clock.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's from Switzerland.
2: You really shouldn't have. Uh, I feel terrible. Merry Christmas. Thanks. Hey, listen, uh, this this package is for you.
4: What? Oh come on now, it's one each.
2: No, no, I want you to have this and, and this one's for your kids.
4: Well look, this one's for you too. What? Look out, look out! It's the supervisor. Oh, and this parcel's for Ottawa. Airmail. And this one's going to Washington. This <laughs> one oh, on this that's one. That's right. <clears throat>
0: Class, please. Uh, uh, but gee, Miss Haney, I gotta get to geography. This
4: is very important, Ernie. I wanted to talk to you about this Valentine's card you gave me. Oh,
0: heck. Uh, Valentine's Day's long gone. Yes,
4: well, I want to know where you got this Valentine's card you gave me, Ernie. Um,
0: well, I made it myself in art class. D-
4: do you like it? Well, it hardly seems appropriate to me that a grade nine student should give his teacher a card that reads, Do me, baby. I'm good and hot.
0: Well, I I didn't think it should be all mushy with hearts and junk.
4: Ernie, I don't mind you're not putting hearts and junk on it. This drawing... I I didn't color outside the lines. No, but this couple doesn't have any clothes on.
0: Well, Cupid doesn't wear any clothes.
4: Cupid is not a full-grown man, and I do mean (laughs) full-grown.
0: Yeah, well, he isn't all naked. I mean, he's got shoes on in case he has to go quick or something.
4: And who is this woman with him? Ah, oh, gee, Miss Haney, that's
0: supposed to be you. Me? Well, I had to guess a lot, you know, of it, but I think it's a pretty good likeness.
6: Not knock, knock. Anybody home?
0: Oh, hey, Pop, how's it hanging?
5: <laughs> to the left, son. Sorry the wife couldn't make it, Mrs. Haney. The wife's at home with a headache.
0: No, which headache is it? Pop, the milkman, or
6: the delivery boy? Uh, good one, son. That's my boy. Mr.
4: Humbert, I want you to see this card your boy drew.
6: Okay, let's look. Oh, son, this is shocking. The proportion here is way off.
4: Well, you
0: know how I
6: understand, eh? wishful thinker. <laughs> Mr.
4: Humbert, this is not the sort of thing a grade nine student should be producing.
5: Well,. At least it's not mushy with hearts and jars That's what I
4: told her, Dad <laughs> Mr. Humber, do you know where your son could have learned such filth?
6: In the gutter?
0: <laughs> no, Dad, in the rec room Oh, the rec room Yeah
4: <laughs> There were also complaints from some of the parents This greeting card was sent to Mary Ellen Gooderman I can't be your Valentine, you vixen cause you're still jailbait.
3: <laughs>
6: Mrs. Haney just what exactly are you getting at?
4: Don't, don't you see? No. I, well, I, I mean, I... What,
0: what is it? What is it? Well, I... I think she wants a date with your dad.
4: <laughs> yes, take me away and ravish me.
6: Okay, sure, just show me to the nearest room closet.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's my dad.
5: <laughs> this is Ken Forrest on the entertainment scene. Hugh Elwood is the director of such films as Apocalypse, well, you know, a man, a woman, and, well, obviously, and this summer's most controversial release, Beach Blanket, well, of course. <laughs> Hugh, this film is your biggest to date. Well,
3: Ken, let me just say that, and I think, and I think you're aware of this. I mean, Ken, you, you know me. Okay, you've seen the kind I mean, you're aware of the, the whole I mean, the situation It's been fabulous yeah. I mean, well, I've just the crew The crew, the, yeah. I mean, it's been I just, I would have I would have worked for free My God, these people are marvelous They're ma- It's yeah. the, ta- the talent You see it And it's lying there And you think, my God You know, you think My, my God And there they are This whole, I mean And it was so filmic And filmesque at the same. And there was that whole You know, je ne sais quoi which was just magnif- I loved it <laughs>
5: Why was there so much controversy over this film?
3: Ken, you know what I... I mean, you know. I mean, you... You you understand. I mean, you've seen. I mean, you know. I mean, you're aware. I mean, my God, the things are... The garbage, the filth, you know. I mean, it's not like I have worked with some of the... I mean, my God. Look, Hepburn. Remember Hepburn? And today? Well, just forget it. You might as well... I mean, my God! My God! You see these kids and they just come in and they... And my God, they don't.
5: Hugh, uh, some people say you have no idea what your films are about. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Let's just... I mean, you understand, the, the criticism for me, and I'm speaking for, I mean, I, I'm in there to do, you know, because why bother otherwise? I mean, if you're not prepared, and I think everybody is, I mm. think at the heart of it, you strip away the time, I mean, well, look back, look at Garbo. Remember Garbo, my God! My God! I mean, there, and she, and did they understand? No. no. I mean, it was like vermin. It made me sick.
5: <laughs> Hugh, can you finish one sentence for us? <laughs>
3: I mean, I, I'm why not? I mean, I'm here, and you're my, I, there's no reason not to, because, you know, the, I mean, the pace has been set for me, and of course, I, I've had, but I had to. You know, I didn't, it's not that I didn't mind. Okay, I mean, let's get this straight. I mean, the people, the talent is there, and they're looking at it, and I'm saying, let's do it, people, but are they, are they responding? I mean, what do I put up with? Why bother?
5: Close. <laughs> Thanks, Hugh. This has been Ken Forrest with Hugh Elwood in Hollywood for Frantic Time signing off.
3: Hugh, I love, I love you. Know,
5: you yeah, I know.
0: I, mean, my oh. brother, I
1: <laughs> Ah, coming Stuba up. and Son. Stuba and Son. Yeah, I don't recall that at all. Neither
0: do I. We're in really good shape today, aren't we? We're (laughs) really
1: on top of things. Well, I could um, make life easier by mentioning another Facebook comment. Okay, let's do it. Because rather than admitting that we don't know our own sketches, I think that's embarrassing. Uh, uh... So Chris Canfeld says... Um, I hope Rick and Dan are paying Peter and Paul the big bucks for doing all the hosting duties or at least buying the coffee. Isn't that nice of him to say that?
0: And to be fair, Frantics are buying pizza and
1: brio. That's true. Before every show. That's why these shows are so good.
0: Very good. Let's all learn about Stuba and Son together. That's a good (laughs) idea. Yo, fellas. Frank Stuba Jr. is almost... uh,
6: Thirteen,
0: I know, and it's high time you... taught him the facts of life? I think maybe you better... Leave you two men alone? I understand all Go into the kitchen. Prepare supper. Yeah. Frank Stuba Jr., son, can you come here a second? Yeah, Dad, uh, you want to talk to me? Yes, it's very important. It, uh... Won't take too long? Good, because I've got... Baseball practice. So, uh, what did you... Want to talk to you about? Yeah. Wilson... (laughs) It's about the birds and the bees. You see, they can... Really
2: be annoying when I'm playing ball. With the
0: guys. But this is about girls, because boys and girls are different. They have... Different leagues. I know, because... Girls are delicate. They have special equipment. You have to... Pitch underhand. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Someone slashed your tires, Dad
0: Gotta <laughs> move out of this neighborhood Girls aren't delicate They have special equipment You have to... Pitch underhand Yeah, but um... Why do you feel this stirring inside yourself? Well, sometimes you see Boys and girls get together...
2: Uh, for the year-end banquet and awards dinner? I sit next to Amy Hauser.
0: (laughs) It was a lot of fun, cause... You danced with each other, and that's a natural attraction. It's natural for a boy to be attracted to... A winning team? Cause she's great on first base. And at your age, it shouldn't go any further than that. You see... You see, there's no need for you to hurry, because as you grow older, you'll learn... To play hardball? But girls don't like... To go all the way. To go all the way, you see, when you're with a girl, you've got to- Slow the game down or- you'll be in big trouble because Amy- Doesn't
2: like the game to go too fast? I understand, Dad. You do? Sure, Dad. Well, good,
0: because I wouldn't want you to rush- Third base if it's only a short inside hit. (laughs) Better to wait- Until you're older, then you can commit yourself to to a- To a two base run that can make or break- Any relationship. Thanks for the talk, Dad. No problem, son.
6: Calling all boys! Calling all boys! Gather round the radio, fellows. It's time for the adventures of Buster Buell Super Trooper. In our last adventure, Buster and Mathers had crashed behind Nazi lines and were taken prisoner. We joined Buster and Mathers as they are locked up.
0: All right, you two. You are now prisoners of this Third Reich. Into the cell, mit you. Boy,
6: is that guard ever rude, Buster? Imagine cooping us up together in what is obviously a single.
3: <laughs>
6: <laughs> this is worse than the why. Yeah, great, great, great. great. Oh, I know what you're thinking, Buster. I should never have asked that Nazi patrol for directions. <laughs> <laughs> it's just they were so well dressed.
3: Go ahead, call me naive. That's not what I was going to call you, Mathers. We land 50 feet from Allied soil, and you surrender? Hey, Buster, Buster, don't blame yourself. It's not your fault. I know it's not my fault. It's your fault for losing the map down the toilet so we had to fly low and read street signs. Don't worry, Buster. The
6: guards didn't search me properly. Uh Uh-oh. I managed to conceal upon my person... This spoon. Please,
3: don't tell me where you hid it, Mathers.
6: And I'm going to use this spoon to get us out of here.
3: Mathers, you can't go around eating guards.
6: Ah! (laughs) First thought, Buster. After a while, they start to notice. No, I'm going to use this. Help, let me out of here, someone. I'm going to dig our way to freedom.
3: Oh, great, 30 years and we're out of here like a shot. (laughs) Look, Buster, look. He scraped off a pebble. Oh, wow. A couple more like that, and you'll bring Hitler to his knees. What is this? What's going now on? Now, where can I hide all these rocks? Why don't you pretend they're spoons? <laughs>
6: <laughs> don't worry, Buster. I'll get us out of here. How else could I repay the GI who saved my life the way you dragged my body from the flaming wreckage?
3: I was delirious. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Help, let me out of here Listen to the guy A regular Errol Flynn I'm gonna stick with you Through thick and thin
3: Death is beginning To sound attractive
0: Hey,
4: Hitler
3: I was kidding
0: Silence, you spice No, he's a spy
3: I'm a Macintosh Get it? That's real big In the Okanagan Valley (laughs) That's
6: the spirit buster Laugh in the face of danger. We will see how funny you feel in
3: the torture rooms. Oh, no, no, I'm, I'm allergic to torture. I break out in wounds, okay? You know, and I,
6: besides, I... torture is against the Geneva Convention.
0: Silence, you blithering idiotic rodent! Gee, Mathers, he sure got your number. <laughs> you will not be joking, then I bring out the red hot pincers. Pincers? Ha! You'll have to do worse than that. How about the acid foot bath? ha
6: <laughs> ha! That would be like tickling me. You can beat me, hit me, kick me,
3: punch me. Slow down, Mather, so we can take your order. I'll have a cheeseburger, okay? You know.
0: What if I pour hot lead down your throat? Fads in.
3: Oh, great, we get to be pencils. <laughs> Lucky I brought a rubber. <laughs>
6: of one of you who is captain. Well, you won't get anything out of me.
3: Except a spoon.
6: <laughs> we won't squeal. Uh. Shut up! Silence! All right, Nazi! Hold it right there! I've got you covered! Put down that spoon! <laughs> you I'll save us, Buster! Don't worry! Oh! I got, it. Oh, oh, God. I, got it. Uh. I got it! I got
0: it! I got it. I
6: got it. Nice shot, Buster! Yeah. You got him with his own gun! Yeah, great, great. Wow! You say Again, I'll stay with you forever. I don't
3: know who I'm cheering for in this war anymore.
6: (laughs) What will happen to Buster and Mathers? Will Buster make it to the Allied lines? Say yes, say yes. Will Mathers stick with him through and through? Say no, say no. No. Find out on the next thrilling episode of Buster Kule
2: Super (laughs) Trooper!
1: One of the most, ama- well, we're coming up to a song, right? But one of the things that always fascinated me about Dan was, um, well, he had a predilection for songs about death. and
0: Yeah, sex. he wrote some good ones about dying.
1: And, but the thing Who- is, he could get away with it.
0: Yes, and yes. And how, how did he do that? I have no idea. I, I Dan could go out and tell uh, the audience horrible things, and they would laugh at him. I go out and tell them horrible things, <laughs> and they want to run me out of town. Uh, I, I, think, I think I just come across that way.
1: Well, Dan had an angelic... Voice, I think, because he's hanging he in the choir in 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 uh, school, right? In I church. have no idea. He was beaten by nuns.
0: He was beaten by nuns. So but maybe I, that's I, why
1: he had the murderous streak in him.
0: I have no idea. But uh, <laughs> this song, I, I'm not too sure of the origins. I assume the lyrics were by Dan, Correct. And and the music was, I guess, it came from me. But it's a pretty song,
1: and it's called. It's called "Murdering Folks in Their Sleep" song.
0: It's called
1: "Murdering, Murdering Folks" is- song. Sleeping murdering folks. Song.
0: Hit the play button! Ready, Danny? Yep.
5: I used to think life was an endless dull bore. I'd wake up with nothing to do. But I've found a nighttime activity now, and I do it whenever I'm blue. I'm murdering folks in their sleep every night Murdering innocent folks It's very fulfilling, this meaningless killing I shoot and I stab and I choke I started out murdering teachers at school And boy did my marks ever soar I did it to salesmen and paperboys too and strangers who came to my door. I murder some folks who are sad and depressed. I murder some who are ecstatic. I murder the rich. I murder the poor. Cause murder is so
0: democratic. He's murdering folks in their sleep every night. Murdering people at random.
5: I sneak to their bed.
0: And soon they are dead
5: And couples I murder in tandem
0: Sometimes, Sometimes he kills, he kills folks, folks in the usual ways Using a, or or a gun or a gun
5: But when I use a spear or a bug in their ear
4: when he has the most fun
5: I've found that this brings out my positive side The joy of a job well done Now I get out a lot. I'm in very good shape. Cause after I snuff them I run. But one night a constable caught me at work. The judge said, you have been bad. So they locked me away, my great debt to pay. But I'm not remorseful or sad. Cause I'm murdering Murdering inmates in in prison prison each night. night. Murdering innocent crooks It's wrong, but the fact is I keep down your taxes So it's something The guard overlooks
1: Thank
0: you very much, everybody. You've been listening to the best of frantic times, written, conceived, and performed by the Frantics, <laughs> Paul Chaddo, Rick Green, Dan Redican, that was conceived. and <laughs> Peter Wildman, with special guests uh, Meg, Buff- Meg Butterfield, Meg Ruffman, and Carolyn J. Scott. I am silly today. Original production was involved Kathy Perry and Anton Zabel on sound effects, and the amazing uh, Dave Milligan as producer. Uh, we thank you very much for listening. Follow us on Facebook. Send us some
1: comments. Oh, oh and, and thank uh, Derek Wellsman for producing this particular show.
0: Yeah, but that's at the very end. Oh. After we've done the Facebook um, and the the um, dot com or the whoever. Ah, <sighs> uh, the very best. The best of Frantic Times was produced by Derek Wellsman Boot to the head.
1: Booting wise. Get out